This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Stuck back for Arfield. What a bowling! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. On the outside. He's on. Quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brownell. Saved by the keeper. Yeah! Burnley yeah! won it to the end. That is magnificent. They deserve that. And he's on the outside, comes inside, comes out a shot. Oh, the goal! Manuel Benson once more! That is top class! Burnley have done it! Fantastic! Clarence deserved the championship title. They've been the best side throughout the campaign. Burnley have won the second tier. What a fantastic achievement. The players have been magnificent. Yes, hello everybody and welcome along to the latest instalment here on the Turfcast Podcast YouTube channel and of course the Turfcast Podcast. It's not a pre-game show, it's not a full-time show, we're just calling it a Sunday social, it is what it is, we just got the boys together because we fancied a chat, we fancied to keep you all updated and give our thoughts on the situation and it's a community, we know it's a community, It's we have people in the comments we're saying evening, Jared. He says evening. Matthew Corbett says evening, lads. Stephen Berry says evening. Uh, Jared Lee Lav goes on to say Gareth O'Connor. Not really, no context to that there at the minute, Jared. I might get into it at some point. People let people know what you said on the phone today, buddy. Um, but uh, we'll keep that a secret for now. Uh, Martin Mac, he says hi, guys. So yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome along. We're just going to discuss a few things. Uh, Mamo Benson potentially leaving. My, my favourite bit of that intro now is, oh, what a goal! Manuel Benson once more! And I shout it out every time. And it's it's it, it's going to hurt to see him leave, I'm going to be honest, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, there's potential of incomings as well. With Is it Esteve coming in? Esteve? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I don't know much about him, to be honest. Uh, and then there's other things as well, such as strategic partnerships, people leaving on loan and doing well within these strategic partnerships elsewhere. Uh, and as a true red says, yes, loads to discuss. We might not get to the usual hour. We might not. We'll see how we get on. Um, but yeah, plenty to discuss. And as ever, if there's anything that you guys want us to discuss, uh, then please do let us know in the comments and we will try and, uh, yeah, discuss it, try and get it out there, try and try and discuss it with the lads. But yes, it's the, it's the OGs. The OGs are back in the house. We've got Sam. How are you doing, mate? I'm not bad, mate. Not bad at all. 
You've been to the gym, haven't you, mate? I wasn't expecting you to be here on time. When I logged in, you was already there, led on the bed, I presume reading a book, a magazine, maybe a fitness magazine. Um, I, I wasn't actually reading a book. I was just sorting my bed out. Oh, was you? I thought you were lying on your bike reading a book. I genuinely thought you was. But I logged in and I thought, oh, Neil's going to be there already. He's going to be he's going to be fuming. And it was just you. I'm like, oh, you know, Sam's here already. But, uh, I'm, all, I'm always here. You know, yeah. I'm normally early. Yeah, yeah. Sam's Sam's dedicated. Really, really is. As somebody knocked my Mac as they walk past. Can we not do that, please? Uh, and, of course, <laughs> at the bottom. Such a diva. <laughs> Such a diva. It, it's not about being a diva. So if you... If, the, if it moves, the microphone comes out and then it doesn't that go back in, and then it's a pain in the arse. So, the yeah. space. can everyone just get out of my space? Yeah, that <laughs> space in that yeah. I have an so office, high. this is my office space and my mental space. Can nobody please touch it? Don't <laughs> ruin it. It reminds, of, it reminds me of that scene in Step Brothers with the drum kit. It's like, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It basically is that. It basically is that. And of course, as you can see at the bottom, he's getting plenty of compliments on his mug. Um, oh, it's Neil. Oh, my face on the cup. Yeah, I'm going, mate. Ball, How are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, apologies because I gave Sam grief for being late, but I, it was me that was here after him, so uh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I was ready to give Sam grief, and then Sam was yeah. already there waiting. Uh, Sam was basically the, the most punctual of us all, so yeah, well do, done, mate. well done, Sam. That's what I do, yeah, gold star. Yeah, Gold Star, Blue Peter badge. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Riley Platt, he says, "I, uh, I, uh, right." Then let's get into it. Sam, I normally leave you stewing, but you have already put some comments in the WhatsApp group that would suggest that you are already quite annoyed about this. But Manuel Benson, it has broken today. Looks to be going to Southampton, and there's been a lot of talk about Benson leaving, which you know has some some people have been annoyed about it. Some people have thought, you know, fine, fair enough. It, it is what it is. He's not playing. My personal opinion was if he was leaving to get game time, whether it be Leeds, whether it be Southampton, I wasn't bothered as long as he came back. It's now looking like he won't be coming back at the end of the season. And as Southampton go up to the Premier League, which I think they will do, he will be mm. staying at Southampton because they will have an option to buy. And if they have an option, they're going to exercise it, aren't they? But yeah, Sam, as uh, Matthew Corbett says, here comes a Sam rant. What are your thoughts on the Benson situation, please, mate? Um, I think it's I think it's a weird one. I can see both perspectives a little bit more now. Like if we get rid, and he's not he's not in our plans clearly. There's no point us just watching him decrease in value and not have an asset there that we're going to work with. If if you if it was a six month loan deal to get the game time and then cut and then no option to buy and come back to Burnley and stay in the championship, I'd be like fantastic. Like yeah. that's exactly the move I'd be looking for. But with this option to buy, if it's anything below twenty mil, it, 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 there's no point. If it's anything below twenty million pound, what's the point? He's more valuable to us than eighteen million pounds, should we say? Like it'd be so pointless to sell him for that money. Um, I can. He has. He has got a track a track record of being injured, and you know he's not. He's not always been as available to us anyway. So maybe that could be playing a part in it. But for me, it's the narrative side of it more than anything. Like you hear it in the video with the goals. There's a there's a guy there who scored the same goal four or five weeks in a row, and you wonder why he does it. It's not because the defenders were rubbish in the championship. It was because he's so good at doing it. Yeah. And he can unlock you in so many different ways. And what we've managed to do now is we've managed to go uh, almost in the space of 18 months where we've had this cloud nine season where everything felt perfect. We've managed to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. We had 10 years under Dice where you could name the same starting 11. I don't want to become that team that the starting 11 changes season upon season because you lose your best players all the time and you can't manage to keep them. And you end up having situations like you do with Oberfemi where you bring him in for, like I say, we'll go, we'll probably move on to that as well. But, you know, and then we've had this Benson deal where he's been unbelievable for us. And, and he was one of the players that we said, if he comes into the Premier League, he's going to be a key player. He'll go to Southampton. He'll have six months. He'll play brilliant. They'll sign him up with his option to buy. And they'll start him in the Premier League because that's mm. what he should have done. So, I mean... 
the only annoying part of it, of it is we've sold to Southampton. I know the other options leads, and in my opinion, I don't think that could have possibly been two worst teams to go to. <laughs> because all my leads lot would have been able to enjoy Manuel Benson while I'm sat stewing watching, you know, in the nicest possible way, Jakob Brun Larson at the moment. Um, I wonder who you're going to mention. I wonder, but where's he going to go with this one? I thought you were going to go um, Goodmanson, to be honest. No, well, Goodmanson is obviously another another player, but like, honestly, I'm just, I, my opinion at face value is I'm absolutely baffled by it more than anything. I can understand the other side, but I am just baffled by it. And I, I'm yeah. it's just feeding into this extremely negative season where it feels like we're getting nothing right, not nothing right on the pitch, nothing right financially, nothing right from the board, nothing right, you know, with the way that they're interacting with fans and tickets. And now we've potentially losing a, a prized asset who I think is more valuable to us on the pitch than he is 20 million quid, in my opinion. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, I agree with you. I, you can see, I can see both sides of it. I can understand why the board have maybe gone. Yeah, now is the time because they've spoken at large several occasions about their model. Buy young players low, sell them high when they've got a bit of experience and they want to move them on. And it's that conveyor belt of players which we didn't have in the Daesh era and probably it halted to a stop towards the end. Whereas now it's the exact opposite. It's probably the conveyor belt, in my opinion, is potentially going too fast. And as you mm. said in the WhatsApp group, Sam, what's mm. the point in falling in love with a player when they're just going to be sold after 18 months, no matter how good they were? Um, but Riley Platt says, rather Saints than Leeds. I mean, I'd, I'd have been opposite way. I know obviously Sam lives in Leeds, so he'd have been at more, more Saints. But he's local as well if he's at Leeds. He don't even have to move. But um, mm. I'm not really fussed where he goes, to be honest, if he's leaving permanently. I don't want him to leave permanently. Uh, Matthew Corbett says, has to be somewhere near 20 mil. We rejected 26 from Milan in the summer. That's if reports obviously are to be true. Alan says, if he's not playing, get money and reinvest in the future. That's the process. And that, yeah, as we're saying, that's the side that we understand. We just don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, Matthew said, it won't be 20. It'll be like 12. Uh, I guess we'll see it. It'll all come out, won't it? Um, Sui says, can only think something must have happened between VK and Benny. Guess we will only ever know when Benny leaves. Uh, mm -hmm. And an interesting comment here from AJ Claret. He says, uh, the thing that annoys me about the Benson situation is that company gave Trafford loads of time to bet in, even when it wasn't working. Yet Benson, Zorora and Murich don't even get a chance <coughs> to prove it. And I agree with that. I think the thing that sit, doesn't sit right with me the most about this is he's not even had a chance that he was so good. He was so good last year in the championship, admittedly coming off the bench. Uh, but like Sam said, he scored the same goal like 15 games in a row. He won the league against Blackburn at Blackburn, scoring that goal. The guy should have been given a chance, in my opinion, in the Prem. Um, system or not, like financial yeah. system or not. I think that's um, the thing that's more annoying though. Like, ju just to put something else in as well, like, didn't he sign a new contract at the start of the season? Start of this season, yeah. Start so, of this season. To go even further into the narrative, right? He comes off an unbelievable season where he's he's possibly, if he'd have played more games and been fit all season, he'd have had double the stats that he had because yeah. he, he's unbelievable. He's so good in that league. We get to where we're at now. We sa we sign him to a new long term contract solidifying his position in the squad because we clearly thought in that moment Manuel Benson is the player to take us forward. That brings you back to those types of conversations about has something happened between him and yeah. PK because 100% they must have done. It must have done. You, you, there's no other logical explanation now that could ever sway my brain to go whatever, if he, if he does leave, if PK was to stand in front of me now and say he doesn't train as well, I'd be like, well, he scores the same goal 15 games in a row. It gets me off my seat and it gets me excited when I've been watching players like Robbie Brady fiddle with his foot for 25 minutes. Like He's a different type of player and he's made me fall back in love with the type of Burnley that I thought we were going to be moving forward. And all of a sudden, you've turned around and said that that's not right because of something petty like that. There has to have been a squabble because it, he, you don't sign a five-year deal if you don't see somebody as the, as the future of the club, like because that's not yeah, from a, exactly not to get more money because he was already on a four-year deal. So, do you know what I mean? That's that's not to get more money for him. That's to keep him at the club for longer. So something must have happened. Yeah, I mean it's interesting, isn't it? And Neil, I will come to you. I promise. Um, I, I do have 
not con- I do talk to people within the club and nobody's ever said anything about a fallout, but there are rumours on social media of a fallout, but I will say at this stage, they are only rumours. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, Sam. I look at it and I think they must have been, but at the same time, I look at it and he, he doesn't seem like the type of guy to, to be kicking up a fuss. Uh, it might be in, in a little bit of a mood now that he's not playing, but I can't imagine <laughs> last season that he would have been kicking up a fuss. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I guess we'll never know. We might find out when Benson leaves. Um, obviously, while he's still on loan, he probably won't be able to say anything, but he might say something in an interview next year. Who knows? Man, man you said that Beggles were saying shit left, right, and centre, even when he was still on loan with us. So we'll see. Uh, Neil, your thoughts on the Benson situation? Then, obviously, I'm, I'm sure you'll echo the rest of it, the rest of uh, us yeah. that were uh, a little bit gutted to see him leave. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm annoyed by it. Um, and I, I know the business model. I've got a few trails of thoughts. I know the business model, but it does, doesn't make sense even then because. What you were saying about, um, you know, buying Young and selling him off for profit, would he not be more valuable had he had half a season's Premier League experience and torn it up in the Premier League? Surely he's more valuable that way than just being sat on a bench, right? Yeah. The other one I've got is, is he not more valuable? If, if he played and was scoring the goals that we haven't been doing and we stayed up, is that not more valuable than going down for any transfer fee we get for him? So that's the second trail of thought. My other one is that it it just doesn't make sense how company is stuck with, and I'm not going to get into the whole debate about it, but he's stuck with Trafford when he looked really poor for two, three months. He's yeah. stuck with um, O'Shea. Um, he's persisting with Trezor. He's giving them a chance, but he's not give Benson one chance whatsoever. And I know, Sam, you mentioned he's had injuries, but so has JBG and he's getting picked. Mm-hmm. And it none of it makes sense, none of it at all. And if there has been a fallout, and if Benson has kicked up a fuss, he's right to because he was a key player last year. He signed a new deal. He's not being picked. He's being picked over people who are underperforming. Let's have it right. They've been underperforming. Who hadn't got us here? Who, who hadn't got us there? That. Who the manager keeps picking? He's got every right to be annoyed by that. I think. And I just think. I mean, I said it in the chat not long ago, is that I'm starting to think that they've overstretched a little bit with the 110 million quid and they're having mm-hmm. to sell more than they originally planned for. That's my, that's what I think. Um, and it just comes down to that whole disaster of recruitment that we had where we, we, I personally think we've overspent and we're having to sell probably more sooner than originally thought. It, mm-hmm. it, nothing about the Benson thing makes sense whatsoever. If he'd it, if it played and not been that good and you and you thought, Okay, championship was his level. I get it, but to not actually play him at all is absolutely mind-boggling. Don't yeah, especially especially with the scenes. If we were doing well, I'd be like, "We're doing well, man. Well, wait your turn." You know, I know you were class last season, but you know, we're, yeah. we're doing all right this season. It's a similar thing with um, what we called scored at uh, Anfield today, Ben Gibson. Like in a way, I mean, it's not because obviously ben, Benson had the had the credit in the bank from last season, but I remember uh, Gibson kicked up a fuss because he wasn't playing. And a lot of Burnley fans were annoyed about that because you, you wait your turn. You're supposed to wait your turn when you come in. This is a little bit different in the sense that Benson should have been given the chance and the other player should have come in and waited the turn, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah he's just he's just been... The, the, the thing is, what I'm trying to say, if he has kicked up a fuss about something and, he, and he's a bad egg at the club and the company wants him out... I'll back company unless the fallout is because he's not playing. Because then I feel yeah. like he has every right to be in a mood that he's not yeah. playing because he 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 should be starting for me or, or at the very least getting more of a chance off the bench. And I know uh, the Burnley way on Twitter made a good point today about how he doesn't finish. He doesn't play 90 minutes often and that might be part of it. It's not necessarily... And it, I know he's been injured this season, but it, it's not his injuries that's the main thought. It, it's it's the fact that he can't last 90 minutes. I think. We don't need him to, Matt. though, mate, because surely if, if yeah, no, I trying agree. to bed these young players, if he's if he's trying to bed these young players in and you play Benson for 60, 70 minutes, he gets a couple of goals to put us 2-0 up, and then you bring the youngsters on to get that experience and learn by watching him play. Um, but what company's done is ignore the experience that we've got. I know it's not Premier League experience, but ignore the experienced player and just shove these youngsters on with no guidance and just leave them on. Yeah, but our yeah, no. our experience only comes from what we've seen, and this team that we currently have, we don't have years of experience backing us up, and we don't have a lot of Premier League experience. So when where we are now, I would feel better having Manuel Benson on that right hand side than let's yeah. say, okay, go back to the start of the season. You look at the start of the season, you see Luca Coliosh on the left hand side. You are sat there saying, why is Zerurian Benson not playing there? Before yeah. you knew how good Coleosho could be. So how come these young players and, and then how come the second Coleosho is injured, his first thought is 
oh, that other young player that I bought for £13 million, he's going to get the chance over Zeruri and Benson. It's like, I don't understand. You don't owe these players anything to a degree. But, like, at the same time, like, they're the reason why we're here. Like, their goals and their goal contributions last season got us to where we are because they were so good in the Championship and they created so many opportunities and they, t- they helped turn us into the team that we were, this flair team with good, young, exciting players. They were part of it. So, mm-hmm. how can you turn around now and sit there and tell me that there's eight other wingers that should start a game over Benson and Zareri? I, I, I just That's the side of it that I can't get. And like you say, Neil, with experience, we haven't bought Premier League experience. So the only experience that we have is the last 18 months. And I'm telling you now, every single winger that we've got, Coleo Shaw and Odebert as well, they're still below experience of Benson and Zareri, in my opinion. In my, in my opinion, they should start over both of them because they're the remember ones the, that yeah, we've seen more of them. We know what they're capable of. Remember the documentary? I, I can't remember if it was Alan Pace or VK. Straight away, I was saying we can already tell Benson's a special player. Yeah, yeah. So, what, so what's happened? So what's happened there? It, so, I, yeah, it, honestly, it makes no sense. And it's just, because you spent 110 million quid, and you've got to play these players that ha- that aren't performing because well, you spent so much money on them. Well, that's it, mate. That's that's the that's the last one of my sort of various different thoughts I've had on it. Is is it just a case of companies playing these to justify that he spent that amount of money because he's because yeah. his budget was maybe not that much, but he's begged for extra and he's trying to prove a point, sort of thing. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not happy about it. I get. I know the model, but for me, I, I, I said it before, I think, I didn't expect that we'd sign players and then they'd go a year later. I thought it'd be like two, three years and then they'd go. Yeah, not, yeah. not like this. It's yeah. it's um, it's baffling, mate. I'm not... I, I, know, the, I know the model. Um, I don't agree with it. And I, I, it's another... It's yet another error in judgment by the whole club, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and even if like obviously Sam, you made the point there, you feel like he should be starting. Like even if you don't feel like he should be starting, surely everybody because there's a comment here from Matthew and he says uh, Benson doesn't track back and he's only good when we have most of the ball and he can continue to cut inside. Like even if like you don't feel like he should be starting because you want somebody who's better at tracking back or you think that Wilson Orderbear or Coley Osho deserves to start more often when Coley Osho's not injured. Surely he should have been at least given a fair crack of the whip. And I don't feel like he has. I don't think Manuel Benson, whether it be starting or coming off the bench, he's not been given enough chance in this Premier League season for me. And that's the thing that that's the that's the final thing in, in the final nail in the coffin for me that just reason why it doesn't sit right. And it'll be the same with Zorora if slash when he leaves, just hasn't been given a fair crack of the whip. And the same with Mjoric if slash when he leaves, he hasn't been given a fair crack of the whip despite everything they did last season. And I understand football's ruthless, it's cutthroat. Finet and Burnley don't owe these players anything. But with everything yeah, but that they were saying happen- about these players at the start of the season... It might, it might hamper future why not players, give them a chance? Though, because some players might look at this and say, well, they're, they're going to... This is like, what you know, I mean. The, the amount of sign players will be like, well, they're going to get rid of us next year. I'd rather go. The reason why the reason why we look so promising is from because we went up with 103, 103 points or however many points we got. We absolutely smashed the championship. We 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 got promoted months before we actually did because we got promoted in January. Like we were, we were up in January. Like it was ridiculous. We. We changed the style of football to an extremely attractive style of football. We brought in young players. We changed the entire model and it worked. And that is so enticing, especially when you've got a manager like Vincent Company who has that stature and has that credibility. And I feel like that stature and, and that level that we put ourselves on, we've just gradually just let it drop and let it drop and let it drop to the point where in the, without, you know, going from zero to a hundred, it it feels like we're going back to that stage of who's going to want to sign for Burnley because it, it's Burnley. We're a, we're a small local, local town team. We're not some big Manchester United with all this mad history behind us of winning trophies and financial power. We're, we're a club built on, you know, hard working and and you know really putting big tackles in and, and gritting and grinding through performances we've changed that and company made us turned us into this absolutely fantastic flourishing team and now i just feel like gradually everything's just chipping away when it comes to the ticket situation and 
telling fans we need a drum to sort out five two performances at oh, all. Right. All that type of stuff. And then then you're selling your best players, and then you've got the whole debacle of you know um Trafford concedes 27 goals in first six games, but don't worry, he still had a great under 19s World Cup or under 21s European Championship, whatever. Like, you don't need Murich back in goal. And we've had so many mi- small little situations that just feels like it's slowly just chipping away at this fantastic setup that we had to now where it just feels like back to where do we go from here? Because next season won't be as easy as the, as the last time it happened. It's not going to be like that straight away again. It's going to be. That's the thing. Another thing that annoys me. If 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 we were looking like we might stay in the prem, I'd again kind of half get it. I'd be annoyed by it, but I kind of half get it because you might not think he's Premier League quality. Uh, you might not think he's he's cut out for the Premier League. But the fact that we will one hundred ninety nine point nine nine percent be in the Premier League at uh, Premier League, I wish Championship next season. We've seen how good he can be in the championship, so why not keep all of him for for the championship? And, and he, there's a comment here from Paul Yates. He says Benson is lazy. You have to be disciplined in that rule, and Benson isn't that type of player. While I do disagree with that, the, the criticism that I would give to Benson is he's probably not tough enough for the Prem. But again, we're going to be in the championship next season, and and he's definitely definitely 100 good enough to be in that league next year. Yeah, uh, and football's not about playing like Man City and playing like robots and sitting in a role and 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 tracking back when the fullback gets the ball and running backwards and then, oh, he's now got the ball, so now you need to get forward and you need to play these inverted triangles. He is such an exciting player with flair. He scored goals from out of nothing. He could beat a man left and right. He could go down the line, cut inside. He could whip a ball in. Fantastic. You don't have to. Eden Hazard didn't play a role. But he was unbelievable. Like he's, he was an unbelievable technical player. The same with Gareth Bale. When you have amazing, when you have good players that, that can do special things, you don't sit there and go, "Oh, look what he can't do." He don't track back as much. I don't want him to track back. I don't want to see him as a right back. I want him bombing down the line, cutting inside, and whipping that ball top bins. I don't want to see him cutting, running back next to Vitinho, doing what McNeil and Taylor used to do, where they used to be literally touching each other constantly. And I, I, honestly, that is that always all. When people say he runs back more than the other, he's a right winger. He's not there to sit on a right mid, on their left midfielder and run back with them because then that's just negative football. Like, and then what's the point in that? Like, we want him bombing down the line, taking his man on, and having a shot. I, I guess this plays into the the conversation, which we won't get into. But this plays into the conversation that football these days is too much about systems and and stuff like that. And there's not many players that just get you off your seat these days. And if there is, it's something all 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 coached out of them. Uh, but keep your comments coming in. I just want to put this one on screen from John Robertson. I hope you're still here, John. I might even put a few comments in uh, as the show has gone on. He says West Yorkshire Clarets Claxon Sam. Leeds meet up Thursday, 28th of March. I've put it on screen, not just to put Sam on the spot here and ask him if he's going, which I will do in a minute, John, uh, but just in case there are any other West Yorkshire Clarets who listen and watch, because I know we get a lot of people listening now across the country and across the world as well. So, Sam, are you going to... Thursday is difficult for you, though, isn't it, Sam? I'm, I'm helping you, Sam. I'm helping you get your excuses. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, checking, I'm checking my calendar. 28th. 28th of March. It's a while away, yeah. A couple more. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Bumps. Literally two months away. I should be fine for that. I should be fine for that. Should be oh, fine. Sam, why, don't you, why don't you put it in your calendar now? Just, just pop yeah, it in. Just no, confirm it, it now. Just confirm it, it now. I'm I'm it in. In. And you can't get, can't get double booked, can you? 
And why, like, then why are you here? Why pay, pay subs now? And then it's done, isn't it? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, John, I mean, you're in calendar. There you go. Get get your dad, get your dad down as well. Your your legend. Call him Turf Dad. He's a legend. Live reaction from John. He puts a, yep. he puts a smiley face. He's happy. He's yeah, happy. but it's not just a smiley face. It's the scrunched. It means that because it's a scrunched eye smiley yeah. face. Yeah. So Those like, of you that are listening on the podcast later on, you obviously won't be able to see the emoji. Um, we're down with the kids here these days. Actual. That means you're more happy than happy. Sam, Sam, yeah. you're looking a bit despondent. You look a bit. Everything all right? Oh, it's okay, something honestly, you didn't really want to do. It's, it's just it's just Burnley, isn't it? Like this this season. <laughs> I, honestly, I just can't I can't understand how we've all gone through cloud nine and everything looking so promising and coming to where we are now where i'm in a january transfer window and and all we seem to be doing is getting rid of players that i just don't get like obafemi going don't get it zaruri being linked away don't get it i get i get now leaving to southampton don't get it i get um i get obafemi but what i don't get is that he also has not been given a chance it was just the most pointless signing in the world. Why have we bought David Fafana to replace Obafemi as a striker? Fafana's been at Union Berlin and scored two goals in 17 games. There's no option to buy. So is he the saviour in six months? No. So why would yeah. you not just have a player that's on your books that could get game time now and smash the championship as your main striker next season if Foster goes? Why, why would we turn around and go, that Chelsea striker that's been absolutely rubbish since he signed for Chelsea, he's a bit of me, him. He is a bit of me. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I just, we just have a strange, there's a strange aura around us. And to be fair, my Leeds mates have said the same for the season they went down, like, uh, in the, to the Championship. Like, they hated the Premier League at that point as well. I'm exactly the same. If we could go down into the Championship and win the league again, I would love them to... In instead of rule that you don't have to leave the championship if you don't want to, because honestly, this Premier League, I said it in May. It's so I boring. said that in May, mate. The, the journey's better than the destination, as they say. All said it, I might like this this season. I might have even said rubbish. it. I might have even said it to Joy uh, uh, walking back to the car for, on Middlesbrough. If we could win yeah. the league and stay in that league, I would have loved Probably. it. Honestly, if you could, if you could be a champion, and just stay where you are. Be great. Teams in that league that you can't compete with. So what's the point in even being there? Like you don't, you don't, you go into a league of twenty teams, but you only compete with five of them. What is the point? That's not competition. That's just that's just absolutely ludicrous to me. Is that? And then you go into a championship, and anyone could be good at any given time. The transfers actually make sense. Like if you bring in a good attacking midfielder, you actually could be. You know, a little bit better going forward. You bring in the right striker who can get you ten goals. It makes oh, sense. Look at Coventry. Look at Coventry. They lost two I mean, of their main players in the summer, and they class yeah. again this year. But look at all, it well. they were mid-table last season. Well, yeah. like nothing. They're now in playoffs. Like all, any team can change gradually over time. You go into Premier League, you compete with uh, the, the same two teams you go with: Palace and Brentford. Right now, Brentford will get out of it in about two weeks because they'll get yeah. two wins on bounds. Because it's all it's just pointless, mate. Honestly. Yeah, well, well, we'll try and we'll try and talk about something a little bit more positive. And, uh, oh, just before oh, we sorry, get positive, then, and we we can't uh, build because we rebuild every single summer. So it's not mm. like next year. We'll, well be hopefully, because hopefully we've learned our lesson from that. Hopefully, we've learned our lesson from that because that, in my opinion, has been one of the reasons why we have been so poor this season. The fact that Company said it himself, and I'm not going to get in too much into it because I put something on screen that I didn't want to talk about. But Company said it himself in the documentary. It takes 150 sessions or whatever he said to get used to my ways of playing. So why bring in an entire new team and we had a settled squad? Anyway, uh, that's the wrong bloody uh, thing that I put on screen as well. So, great start <laughs> to that one, Joe. Um, I wanted to put this on screen. There you go. Uh, Maxime Esteve, Steve Esteve, um, is playing for Montpellier against Lille today. The defender is close to signing for Burnley, though, so could be his last game for them. There's been a lot of talk of that. Um, he could be joining Burnley pretty pretty soon. Um, again, I've spoken to people who have said, yeah, it, it could happen, it could not, but it's looking like at the minute that Burnley are definitely in for him, they're definitely talking to him. There's been other reports of bids being submitted and, and it being the level that Montpellier wants. Uh, Neil, I'll start with you because I'll start with Sam last time. Um, he's a centre-back who can play left-back. 
Um, I think uh, we definitely need another centre-back because obviously um, when we have injuries... I mean, Delcroix played well and has played well for his last couple of games, but I wasn't I wasn't over the moon with him at the start of the season. Uh, but obviously, we've had injuries um, to Bayer uh, and then we've been having to play O'Shea and Delcroix. I mean, again, O'Shea has got better as time has gone on. Um, but another defender and another cover and hopefully somebody who can play left-back as well, and, and he has played left-back before, so he might end up playing at left-back for us, but do you know anything about him? I know you're a football manager extraordinaire, so maybe there's you, know, you might know something about him through that. Uh, no, I don't, mate. Um, the age of two. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> the... He's only two years old, apparently, according to... Yeah, sorry, Neil. I didn't realise it went over your face like that. But Sui says, 60 games across two years in League One at the age of two. Um, he's obviously a bit older than two, mate. But uh, obviously, 60, 60 games across the last two years is good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously got that experience. Um, 21. I haven't got... Um, it's difficult to not sound too negative, but I haven't got that much faith in signings at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know um, um, but we do need some experience at the back um, and we, we need experience need at the back who's... and we need, we need more cover at the back in my opinion as well if anybody does know him is he, is he sort of is he sort of tough tackling is he is I'll he not made honest, a cut so, I, I, um, I don't know anything about him I because I, 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 I did a bit of someone who's... for the zone and I just never, never stood yeah. out um, I don't, it's tricky. It's tricky to gauge players from that league, isn't it? Because you've you've got PSG and that's it, really. Um, yeah. So it's difficult. But I mean, yeah, we'll see. I hope he, I hope he comes in and does well. Um, the fact he's playing tonight means not because he's, he's their player, so they can start to play him. But um, I don't know. Can't be any worse, can he? Um, let's just get him in and see. Um, is it a is it a loan or permanent? No, it, it's a buy. It's, uh, the 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 rumours are. Bye. 12 million, I think it was. Leading. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sam... I, I haven't I haven't got the faith in this year's recruitment, so I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. Uh Sam, your thoughts? Uh, you uh, know anything about him or not not a scooby, really. Um if 12 million euros apparently is uh, according to Liquip. I mean, if he if he comes in and he's he's at a decent level, and he can, he can. I'm like Neil though. Like we signed Trezor, and he seemed like the dead sir, and he's been pants so far. Yeah, and, and not even from a him perspective. I, I just think the way that we've handled him has been pants as well. So, like a centre half who can play left back. Like where have we seen that before? Delcroix, has it worked? Not really. Like. <laughs> if we're going to buy a left back just get a left back if we're going to buy a centre half just buy a centre half like don't 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 mess about and be like one game is a centre half next game or child surely game. right I'm just thinking now I think out loud it surely in in the position we're in now we've got all these young players let's not add any more I know he's not like a young player surely now there's a market out there for us to get some experienced Premier League players to come in and just try and Give us a bit of a stronger end to the season. Why I don't not, think like... we need it. I don't think we need it now. In my opinion, and it's just my opinion, I, where does this team go from here? Because we can all talk about performances being better and stuff like that. As next game's City, so we're all still going to be miserable after that game. And then well, after that, we've yeah, got a fun. Like... <laughs> We are, aren't we? Like, let's be honest. We like, are, but it's one of them where you know you're going to get dicked. It's, it's, just, it's just... categorically not going to happen. <laughs> like, and, it's and one of them where, where you know you're going to get dicked. Just, just don't get dicked too much. But then yeah. it ends up being six, seven nil again, and you just make it two nil. I'll be happy. Go to Fulham and worst say, thing. We, we all know worst thing is we we're playing them in the championship as well. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it just whatever. I hate I, I, honestly, I, I just I have absolutely I, my interest has gone from. I felt like I could be at Banfield every day helping coach <laughs> to the point where I honestly, I'd rather go and watch uh, someone do bowls in my local bowls green. I have absolutely no interest whatsoever. We've ter- we've gone from absolute we've gone from <laughs> cloud nine to rock bottom in the space of, in the space of ten months. I've, I, I'm miserable every time someone brings up the term football. 
Like they, they, they turn around and go, Burnley are doing well this year. Like, ha, 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 good one. It's really funny. Like, it, <laughs> honestly, it's just so rubbish. And now we're, at, we're sat here having conversations about a £12 million centre-back signing and nobody is happy about it. So where do we go from here, really? Wow. wow. Sam, How happy can we actually be, really? Sam, I, I genuinely love you. I genuinely love you. Like... <laughs> The, even, the so that, Ron, you know. even the way yeah. you said Barnfield, even the way you said Bart, I could have been at Barnfield. It was fantastic <laughs> that run, absolutely fantastic. I also, I also want to know what balls have you seen where it's played like that? No, <laughs> no, I was, I was trying to. Do, I can't. What's the sport? Curling. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna oh. say curling, but I couldn't, I couldn't think of what it was. So I just said balls. Sorry. Oh. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> I've been on cloud nine to, I don't know. No, honestly, <laughs> can we please do a best of Sam Jovial at the end of the season? Because that's up there. I mean, yes, but that would mean I have to sit through hours and hours of of shows. I mean, and I'm who not, doesn't want to do that? Let's be fair. I'm you are worth it, and and it would it would it would make us go viral. Let's be honest. Uh, but Jamie says, calm down, Sam. Veghorst back in the summer. Yay. But yeah. Let, let's not wind him up anymore, Jamie. You don't want him to blow his computer up. You don't want him to. Blow I know. I, to, I, like, I was like about to like burst from under. Like, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> John Faulkner. Good to. I, I saw you say hi, John. But sorry, Sam was obviously mid chat, so I didn't bring the comment up. But good to see you in the chat, mate. He says, "Sam, get a bloody grit balls." No, is, it, is it more acceptable? <laughs> I think curling's more acceptable. I do think curling's more acceptable. <sighs> It's good to watch his curling. I watch it at Winter Olympic, not religiously. If it's on telly, I'll stick it on. Um, imagine that being your like number one sport. Like, oh, you I know what though? There's a there's a place in Preston. It's called the Flower Ball, something like that. There's a place in Preston where they do it there, and there's like little seats around it, like on outside because obviously inside's freezing. There's like little seats around it, and sometimes I'll get some food and I'll sit watching and playing it, and it's absolutely class. I love it, mate. Like, it's it's just it's how chronic them people with uh, with brooms. They just they go madness. They, they, more, more effort than I saw from um, more effort than I've seen from Trezor so far this year. Like, huh? <laughs> that yeah. Is, going mental. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, well, obviously, I tried to be a bit more positive with the signing. Nobody knows anything about him, and everyone's still miserable anyway. Um, but fingers crossed we get it done. Fingers crossed we bring a left-back in as well, not as Sam says, <laughs> a left-back who can play centre-back. And although Delcoir did end up playing centre-back, uh, uh, sorry, left-back, I don't think he was brought in with that in, uh, in mind. It's just something that um company ended up doing. Uh, Sui says, yeah, it is the flower ball. The mini-golf there is elite. You're right, it is, mate. It's an absolute beauty of a centre. Um, and if you don't mind travelling to Preston, I do recommend it. Um the strategic partnership then, lads. Let's talk about that. Sam, I'll come to you first. Obviously, Burnley are now best friends with Dundee, not to be confused with Dundee United, of course. Um, we've sent two, pe three people on loan there, is it now? Yeah. Uh, obviously, the keeper, Vigaroo, um, Dodgson, and of course, young lad Mellon, who only played half an hour yesterday, got two assists and a goal. It's looking like he's going to be really, really good for his potentially as early as next season, if, if he really kicks on up in Scotland now, I think he, he could be probably one of our main strikers next year if mm -hmm. Foster leaves, which I think he's probably done enough uh, to suggest that he can do. Um, but a lot of negativity surrounding it um, on Twitter. as well. It's normally just the Facebook dads, he says, as a Facebook dad. But it's normally just the Facebook dads in the comments that I get on Facebook saying, what's the really point in this? We won't get any players, blah, 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 blah. But obviously, we send our players there, they get experience. That's obviously a benefit for us. So I'm happy with it. Mellon has proven that it can be a good experience for these youngsters. And like I said, I fully expect Mellon to kick on now. Um, you know, 30 minutes and they love him up there already. Uh, got a goal, two assists. Your thoughts on the on the new partnership with, with Dundee then, Sam, please? To be fair, it's, it's in my opinion, it's probably one of the only positives that we've had like for a while, like having a partnership team, there's not, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Of course, we don't get a lot back from it necessarily. We get young players that have come through our academy getting some, you know, match fitness and, you know, game time at a senior level, which is obviously what you want. If, if the standard of player is pretty good, you know, obviously I, we've got, have we still got Marcel Lewis in, um, in our youth setup? 
I believe so. I've, I've not seen anything of him leaving, if he has. He's, he's still a good young player. He's been at Chelsea. I remember watching him back in the day and I thought he was absolutely class. He's a player that could do with some time out on loan to a club like that. So that only benefits them. Mellon has looked class, to be fair. He looked good. At, was it Morecambe before? Um, yeah, he's, he's looked he's looked really good. It was it was Morecambe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. on Marcel yeah. just, just just on Marcel Lewis's Wikipedia. I've not seen this anywhere, but apparently he's at Dundee as well. So right, okay, so my my thing is like these these um, no that was um, someone said we've sold him to Salford. That was that Jez Summit won it. What was his name? We literally just like it was from the AI scout thing, wasn't it? Um, the bloke that um has just been signed to Jez Davis, Jez Davis, that's it. Um, but no, Marcel Lewis has played for he was in Chelsea's youth academy since like the age of seven. He got released and couldn't find a club and he came to us. And he's he looks a good player, he just needs some game time doing this type of stuff. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, Mellon gets some more match fitness. Are they are they in the Scottish Premier League or are they in the Scottish Championship? No, Scottish Premier League, yeah. So being in the Scottish Premier League, like it's a de- it's it is a rubbish standard. It is, but it's better than not playing football or playing at academy level. You know, driving up and down the country to play kids every week. Like it is yeah. better to play men and play at a higher level. So I can't see anything wrong with it. The, the like I say, the thing that we don't get back is we don't get their influx of good young players because. Let's be real. They don't. They're not going to have any. I think if they had some, you don't. We bring, would. Yeah, but. you don't bring. Th- you don't see many players pop up through Dundee. You might get one gem who you know. If we go down into the Championship, manages to find his way into the team. But you know, in the Premier League, you're not going to say we've signed someone from Dundee and he's come in and been unreal. But the, the best part of it is it gives us a club to send our players directly to. Helps benefit them and does benefit us in that sense. So I, there's for me, there's not a lot of. Um, there's not a lot of negatives to it, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm buzzing with it. Uh, and someone has said in the comments uh, here, Sui says, have they not got one with Hellman Sport? They've not got an official one with Hellman Sport. It's just a fan thing with Hellman, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and what happened to the, uh, the the Michelin acquisition too? I, I, I was told they did it, but they never announced it. And I was told they have others as well with some other clubs as well, but they don't really publicise that one. And I think Alan... I don't know if you saw the interview on the BBC. Alan hinted at already having some, but didn't name any teams and name any oh. um, actual acquisitions. But this is like the first one that, we, that that they've really gone public with, and I think he hinted at that as well. But um, yeah, this is one that I think will be one that we'll see a bit of work between um, between the two clubs, especially our youngsters going to them and uh, like with 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 Mellon as well. Uh, Neil, your thoughts on it? Oh, it's good. I think links like links like this are positive. I think um, I think we can expect some American ones as well because I think that's what JJ's role is to try and <laughs> yeah. do stuff like this. So. We may get some MLS clubs into maybe. Miami. Um, maybe get oh, Messi on loan. Pass that one. Messi in the championship. Messi on loan, yeah. <laughs> just have uh, just one have last a, a with, <laughs> Just have a link with Beckham would be great because he is. He, he is the um, don of life, isn't he? Could you imagine that though? Yeah, he is. That'd be so good on like Messi's icon profile, wouldn't it? Like <laughs> you go on like FIFA seventy four, and he's just sat there right at the bottom, says Burnley. Because I love it, me. Because yeah. we've got um. Like, because you've got Socrates, aren't you? And Socrates right at the bottom of his says Gareth of Town at the bottom. And I just absolutely <laughs> yeah. love that. I absolutely love it. <laughs> but no, partnerships like this are class. Because, um, like you say, it's better that we've got the young players because obviously that's what we want now. Um, it'll be about producing talent to sell them on. We want them to play. So, this is how they play. Then, yeah, it's um, going to be a good thing, can't it? 100%. But it is one way. We're getting, we're getting out from them. It is one way. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> But yeah, this yeah, these are the other clubs. Aaron said, isn't it? Uh, Landon is one of them. Uh, Porter down another Irish one. Yeah, um, I'm not. I, I presume at the standard of them clubs, and again, no disrespect to them. Not that there's going to be many uh, Landon or Porter down fans even in existence. Never mind watching this. Um, again, that was a bit of a dig that was unnecessary from me. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to see much of a standard there uh, with anything. So I presume that's just youngsters. Um, but again, uh, we'll see. But yeah, they're the sort of clubs uh, we're seeing. And yeah, as John says, Dundee's seventh in the Prem now. Um, I, I did check that out, SPL table. They are seventh. Uh, yeah, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. So, it's it's not FIFA does... anymore. Yeah, is it? yeah, it's not. It's EAFC, isn't it? I said it because it might be. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
they might find the licensing rules again and sort it out. Yeah, they, might they, might, they might sort it out. They might sort it out. But, uh, Sam, I'll come to you on this one because you mentioned uh, Obafemi, and I don't just want to focus on Obafemi. There's Obafemi and Twine. Obviously, Twine's left hull came back to us for all of a day and obviously mm. went out to Bristol City, scored on his debut. What a goal, by the way. Not, not a goal that you'll ever see on a highlight reel, but that's a hell of a leap, and that's not something yeah. I thought Twine had on his, in his locker. If you haven't seen it, I recommend going to check it out. The ball just bounces up and he jumps up and heads it. Um, and Aubafemi, I think, played yesterday or today for for, for Millwall. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh, I don't think he scored. I'm not sure how he played. To be honest, I wasn't even aware of it uh, until uh, someone put a picture on uh, on Twitter. But I see, I, I see what you're saying about bringing Fafana in and then letting him go on loan, and he hasn't been given a fair crack of the whip. But he's clearly not in favour by, by VK, and I think him getting minutes a decent standard and a decent championship club is better than him sitting on the bench. Um, so I think that's the reason why he's gone. But again, I, I would have at least tried him. Um, but he, didn't, he wasn't even tried last year, really, though, was he? Like we no, signed him uh, and, and he yeah. wasn't even tried then. He's like, I don't know. Because Foster was struggling last year and we know why. But uh, And and Obafemi just wasn't getting um, a chance last year. So it's just been a completely baffling signing from the start, to be fair. Yeah, I think I think you mentioned it before, aren't you, Sam? Is is because we wanted him in the summer, and then he then he kicked up a force, fell out of favour at Swansea. We got him on the cheap. I just think that's yeah. the only reason why I brought him in. And then he's ended up being supposed to requirements because Foster's ended up being class. Mm-hmm. We brought Foster in at the same time, really. Foster's ended up being the, the favourite one. Then he's ended up being class in in, in the Prem, whereas Obafemi, as Neil said, hasn't, hasn't really been given a chance, has he? But I, I I think he's one that we might see back next year for a bit if we're in the champ. Um, but more than anything, it's probably a case of you know he'll it, spend this this summer on loan and maybe leave at the end of the year. I think, like I say, like I know you can't always think like this, but like it's just the narrative side of it for me. It's the narrative of it. Like when you go back to what it was, like you've said it there as well. Like how how can somebody go from the space of twelve in not even even twelve months, six months? How can he go from being the main player? And like the main striker target, and then signing for less money, and then never play. I I just don't get that. Then go into the Premier League. Foster goes out. Everybody says Jay Rodriguez isn't good enough. So why do we not just try him? Just put him in for a game. If he's rubbish, fine. You don't have to play him again. You've always got the ability to get rid of him. Like, you you have all these avenues that you can do with it. But the only thing you don't do is try. Just try him. That's what I can't understand. Why why have we got into this mentality now of, oh, we're going to grit through these players that are playing rubbish. You know, don't worry. Oh, he's had six touches this game, took zero men on, not even had a shot in eight games. But don't worry. He's the starting centre midfielder or he's the starting left midfielder for me. Don't worry, Jay Rodriguez has made two sprints all game. Get him up front. Why would you not try him? I just don't get him. But I know he's been injured, so that I, I get that side of it. Like, I know he's been injured, but he hasn't been injured for 12 months. So, like, you know, if we're going to kid ourselves and sit there and say, like, you know, he, he's been injured the whole time. He hasn't. So there's been no, a case where he could go in and hasn't been in. So yeah, he's not been injured the whole time. So anyone that's sitting there saying he is um is just trying to wind you up, mate. He, he's had chances where he where he should have been played and hasn't. And I think it's we are saying that it's a good that the move has happened um for him, but um he, he needs uh, I he needs minutes, and I'm happy that he's getting minutes, and he's, I'm happy that he's getting minutes <laughs> at a good standard. Uh Neil, your thoughts on the um Obafemi move? Yeah, I've already said um, it, it didn't really. I've not seen him, so I don't know. I don't actually know how good he is. Um, he came on a couple of subs. I know he got injured. Um, yeah, the only thing I can think of is that he's come back from his injury and it's affected him where he's not at the level that he was prior to the injury, and that's why he's gone. But like <laughs> I said uh, just before that, the, it, we signed him and he's not played um, even last year. So it just seemed a little bit, I don't know, a bit of a pointless one, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit of a pointless, bit of a bit pointless, of a pointless one. But I'm happy, I'm happy to see he's it's getting like, minutes. It's like, yeah, it's good he's getting minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's played, yeah. But I think I think part of that is maybe that his injury, part of his injury recovery is that maybe the medical staff have seen that he's maybe not fit to play at, the, at that level this year. But if he goes on loan and builds his fitness up, maybe that's part of it. But the baffling thing about it is that, again, it's just one of them where we've signed him and not given him a chance and he's been binned off. Um, but it, might, it could be for medical reasons, couldn't it? Yeah, as Sui says, I think the lack of investment shows they've accepted relegation or that the summer signings were stinker. Can't imagine a few will end up leaving, he was meant to say. You reckon we stay quite a lot on these messages, Sui. I hope you're not um hope you're not, you know, have a few beer few beers deep, few beers deep. It's Sunday night, got work in the morning, I presume, mate. Um, but uh yeah, it, it's interesting <laughs> to see. It's interesting. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's a case of moving some of the players on because they don't feel that they're good enough and that's why they haven't been given a, a, a fair crack of the wit. As John Faulkner says, with the clear out, Vinny can spend more time getting a smaller squad time. I mean, it was Vinny that brought all these players in, we believe. It, again, it could have been a board thing, but I don't see um, why they would intervene. Obviously, we're coming up towards the hour mark. I think we've done well to get to an hour considering there's been nothing much to talk about. But is there anything that you want us to chat about in the comments? Please do let us know when you can. Or, lads, if there's anything that you uh, want to chat about, bring it up now. But obviously, City up next. Is anyone... I mean, I'm not going to ask if anyone's confident because I know nobody's yeah. going to think we're going to get a win because um, we're not. But how are your feelings on this game? Because... As Milltown Dingle says there, are you off to the Etihad? I am actually not, with it being a Wednesday Absolutely game. Uh, I, I normally would do. Thing is, with me, I I I work kind of when I want. Like I choose my shifts and then go into work. And what I normally do is that I will choose, I will I will book my shifts at work around Burnley games and around my partner's work shifts. So normally, if Burnley are playing, I'll put no unavailable. I want to go to that match. I will always go to pretty much every Northwest away day. And probably a you know about a, a few of the others, five five or six of the others, um, and try and get to quite a few. But this time, I just thought, you know what? I'll just work. I'd rather earn some money. I'd rather go to work. Um, so I went there last year when we got spanked. Um, I've been there every other year when we've been spanked. This year, I'm having a day off. Having a day off from Burnley, and I'd rather be in work. And the, and the reason behind that as well is I'm starting a new job on Tuesday, so I need to look keen as well. So I'm trying to look keen. I'm trying to look keen. Uh, but yeah, lads, I mean, I'm not going to ask for your predictions or anything because I think everyone knows we're going to get spanked. But your feelings ahead of this game is it just a case of get it out of the way? Please don't be eight nil, and then <laughs> hopefully give a good account of ourselves, uh, and then just and then on to Fulham. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been to the Etihad. Like five times out of the last eight, I don't think I'll ever go again. It's it's the it's the game that I just I'm so bored of going to. Like, regardless whether we do ever manage to win a game at the Etihad, it's still gonna feel the same being at home watching it on telly, thinking you know this still also could have been six nil. Like I've seen five nil more times than I care to believe. So I, I'm I'm all right. I can go to sleep thinking I'm not doing my club a disservice by not going. Yeah, I mean, I was there. I've, I've seen him win so many places. Not Anfield, because obviously that was a COVID year. I've seen him win at Old Trafford, seen him win at Emirates. Uh, that was a COVID year, I think, weren't it? Um, mm -hmm. But the best result I've seen at the Etihad is at 3-3. And boy, that went off. That was such a good game, that. But I, obviously that was when they were on the up. And yeah, I can't see us getting a result there uh, anytime soon, to be honest. So uh, the pre-game show has been done. Obviously, this will stay as, yeah, as Andrew always claret says, fair play to anyone going to the Etihad. And I think it speaks volumes as well that this game never gets to general sale. And I'm pretty certain it was or may still well be on general sale. I think a lot of fans are just can't really be asked. Can't really be asked. Uh, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. The, the Liverpool tickets sold out before the City game and I'm not sure why Burnley fans are more interested in going to Liverpool because we're probably just going to get dicked at both. Um, but yeah, uh, it's interesting that they're sold out before the City ones and I think they're still not sold out. Um, Connor Roberts on the way out as well. Uh, that's, that's a good one. We'll quickly chat about that. Um, would anyone... I mean, I don't want him to leave personally. I mean, I would rather he stayed. But, uh, yeah, there's some rumours that Connor Roberts could be on the way out. Sam? 
I don't want him to leave if we don't have anybody to replace him. Um, because obviously, like like we've said, like we are, we all are still club first. Like, and that that wouldn't be a good club decision to have one right back on the books because we've seen what it's like having one left back on the books. Like, it's difficult. Um, so I'd say if we don't have a replacement lined up, the answer is obviously no. But I think on performance, I think he's one of the first names to depart for me, in my opinion. I don't yeah. think he's been good enough at all this year. He's one of the he's one of the only players that I think can really sit there and say I've been nowhere near what I was last season, and he's been given yeah. the chance. Yeah, he he was obviously the main right back at the start of the season. He was even tried at left back. The mm. first thirty seconds, he looked decent. A couple of good challenges. One of the worst tweets I've ever put out, where I put Connor Roberts at left back could work. Then he got <laughs> annihilated. Everyone <laughs> dived on it, uh, and basically I got battered for it. But you know, he's taking on the chin. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I don't think there's much difference between him and Vitinho. I just think Vitinho suits the current system better. Um, I think, if anything, uh, Roberts is probably the better defender than Vitinho. Um, but that's that, like I said, Vitinho suits the current system better. Um, coming inside, tucking into midfield, getting forward. Uh, and Roberts just gives the ball away too much for me. Like, I, I liked him last year in the champ, but he just gives the ball away. Far too much. Uh, Neil, are you are you of a similar thought process? Yeah, don't similar want to see as long as he's a replacement. Yeah. I, I've not asked if he leaves. I don't personally think he's that good. Um, but there has to be someone coming in. If he goes and there's no one coming in, then it's pointless. Um, I didn't think he was that good last time in the Premier League. And then we had all that debacle about him downing tools. So he was fit for Wales and all that. And then he was good last year. And then he's been poor again this Premier League, so maybe championships his level. Um, yeah, I, I think it is. But, I think he's a good championship defender. Good I think championship it is. Um, but, but as long as if there's someone coming in who can play it right back, then fair enough, let him go. I'm not that arsed. But if there's not, and we we sell him without replacing him, then that's a bad decision. Yeah, opinion. I agree. Uh, Ozdog, you've <laughs> asked a question a few times, so I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up now. Um, is Benson leaving? Well, mate, the good the good news for you is we did discuss this at the start of the podcast. So when I end this stream, which will be within the next five minutes, just rewatch it, mate. We discuss it. Um, we don't know, essentially. Probably, though, yes. Uh, none of us are happy about it, though, uh, is basically the gist. But I, please, I recommend that you watch it. Um, but, um, lads, I, I think we'll wrap it up there. I've pretty much hit an hour there. Uh, just keep the channel ticking along. Thought we'd come in, get together. Let everybody see the boys. Everybody loves us, so let everybody see see the boys. Uh, everyone have a chat. Let, get the community chatting as well. It's good to see all the usual names in there and some new ones as well. Um, but, yeah, Sam, thanks for coming on. Pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much. Happy days. Happy days. And Neil as well, good to see you. Good to see you. Three boys from all different parts of the country as well at the minute, all, all living in different areas. You've got Sam in Leeds, Neil up in uh, – Neil said Newcastle then. Neil, apologies. Uh, Neil up in Sunderland, obviously. I'm in Lower House. Sorry, Neil. Sorry, Neil. Um, but, I don't care uh, to be honest. I'm not. 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 i yeah, yeah, happy days. Sui says but he's I, in active loving life. Just to confirm, on, I am sorry, from Burnley. I am yes, from yes, Burnley. we all are. I, just, I mean, I just, we, we I just all are. Here. I mean, yeah, I think Sam's more of a family thing, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, yeah. We, we all, yeah, we all are. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the pleasure is ours, Sam says John. Yes, well, I think everybody in the chat would agree with that. We all, we all love a Sam rant. Uh, we, we all, we all love it when Sam's here. Um, even the people, and, I, and I've told Sam this off air, uh, and I know there's some people that watch the show. Uh, that I, I met up with um, against Luton, did a couple of interviews outside the the, the ground for, for for Green King, obviously one of the one of the sponsors. Um, and I was chatting to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, you're the guy that does the stuff on on the YouTube." Like, yeah, 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 that's me. Is that you know the guy with the bed behind him? Is he from Leeds? And that's obviously Sam. So he is now forever known as the guy with the bed behind him. And what a I bed! Don't man. sleep on the floor. All right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, anyway, lads, that, as I say, thank you very much. Always a pleasure, always a good um, 
what's it, what's it, good, good chance to catch up is what I'm trying to say. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if you have if you have joined it late, like a lot of people, you have obviously when I end the stream, which I will be doing in the next thirty seconds. The video stays on YouTube as a standalone video for you to watch as and when you want. And if you want to listen to it, driving to work in the morning or wherever it is you're going tonight or in the morning, I will be putting it up as a podcast pretty much straight away. The pre-game show will also be out tomorrow, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It has been done. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we love Neil as well. We do love Neil as well. Obviously, Suey had to get that in because of John. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, so keep your eyes peeled. A couple of shows coming Thick and fast. I haven't got a Fulham fan on yet, so we'll have to try and get a Fulham fan boxed in, uh, ready for the um, pre-game show for Fulham. But all else fails, I'll just sack that off and we'll do a full-time show after the Fulham game. But yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Thanks everyone for listening. Big thanks to the lads for coming on. Big thanks to everybody who comments as well. And we will see you next time. Cool. Bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.